What is good? <laughs> what was that? Let me try this again. Let me try this again. What is good, guys? Welcome back to this Friday edition of the Milwaukee Drive Hoops Betting Podcast. As usual, I'm your host, Caleb, and we have uh, another beautiful, beautiful slate to break down, a fatty slate uh, to break down today. And you already know we're going to do that, man. I'm excited. Before we do that, uh, we got to get into our usual recap of yesterday. Good day yesterday. Three plays. Uh, we jumped on Lakers plus eight early. Uh, then LeBron got ruled out. It only moved to eight and a half, so it makes sense. That's why it was eight. I was like, dude, that line makes no sense. Made a lot more sense when LeBron was out. Only moved to eight and a half. Bought the half point. Took bucks plus eight. Canceled those two out. Lost a teeny bit of juice, but like my unit's 50 bucks. So literally... Lost like five dollars or five or ten dollars. Um, <clears throat> so two plays. Uh, Aaron Gordon over 27 and a half points, rebounds, and assists. Uh, free money, man. I think he, he finished like 37, 10, and four or something like that. Basically doubled up the PRA. MPJ over 17 and a half points was a tough L, man. 12 points, finished six away, shot three of 16. So obviously, you know, he hits two more threes. He, he was like three of like 14 from three. Um, you know, pretty self-explanatory there. He even if he even shoots like six of sixteen, we get there. Uh, but he didn't. He didn't, and we didn't get there. It happens. And then Dennis over twelve and a half. Uh, obviously, Braun being out hurt the Lakers bet. Luckily, we bought out, but it was huge for a Dennis bet. He goes scores twenty plus points, um, and we get it. One eighty six, one seventy five, down five point eight three units. I'm feeling good, baby. We're just chipping away. Chip, 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 chip. Chipping away, bro. I'm I'm in a good rhythm, but again, you know, every day is its own day. You gotta you can't get too high or too low, man. But I'm I'm feeling good. I'm seeing the board well, and I it just makes me all the more frustrated, right? That you know, some of these days that we've had, we've had some really big L's. Um, that makes it just that much harder to climb. I, that's been the frustrating part of this year. Is just like we've had some really shitty, like multiple disgusting, like eight unit seven. Okay, we've had some major technical difficulties. Uh, recorded like a large, a large portion of the slate. Oh, really? All the game, like five, six games, finished recording, and then uh, realized it for whatever reason, Anchor didn't catch it. So we got to go back. We're gonna go do it again. Um, and you know, I, it may be a little bit more faster and concise. Not gonna be as long as it was. Uh, but we'll we'll go, go round two. Okay. But there may be some points later where it just like things jump and just know that it was a shit show recording this. Just bear with me, okay? Let's start. Let's start this bitch over. Let's start this bitch over. We're bringing the energy. First game of the day, Knicks and Sixers. We took the Sixers last night or this morning. Uh, I set my alarm because my book puts the props out at like 530. And I think that's kind of like the difference you'll see even in this, right? We see, saw it in this one um is you know between five and a half and six and a half is huge but we took sixers five and a half uh this morning it's now down to, uh, up to six and a half i think six and a half is the last kind of uh spot i'd play i i don't like it as much i still think it's um playable um but it's tighter it's much tighter right um i, I would and i think the sixers win by seven to ten today so um obviously i'd rather have that five and a half um but let me let me tell you guys why. First off, I think the Sixers are four and a half points better. So I'd have this line seven and a half, seven. Um, on top of that, you are you're getting a really good team in the Sixers. 
off two straight L's. Um, right. So last game, really bad L in Boston, right? That, like that's a game that matters. You're battling for seeding. Boston started that second half with four of their five starters out. Jalen Brown face problem. Robert Williams was out. Horford was out. And then obviously smart has been out. Right. And they still couldn't get it done. So you're coming off an L and then you're coming actually off two straight L's. The L before that was to the New York Knicks. But at the same time, man, I'm not tripping. I know this. I know this Sixers team is really, really good. Um, and there's just there's just ups and downs in the season. You're going to lose some games that you should win at different points in the season. So I really like the Sixers to get right today. The Knicks team is not bad at all, right? Um, they're but they are very heavily reliant on Jalen Brunson and Julius Randle. I like the Sixers today. I'd have this at seven and a half. I took five and a half. Um, I'd probably still play six. Uh, it's up to you guys. I, I still think it cashes, but the but the edge to me is razor, razor small um, at six and a half. Uh, but you're getting the better team at home off of two straight L's with direct revenge after an L that they took last week. Um, and I think the Sixers get it done today. Next game, Spurs and Pistons. This is a fucking shit show of a game. This is a tankathon game, tankathon Super Bowl, whatever you want to call it. Two shitters, probably the two, I think, yeah, in my eyes, Two worst teams in the league. Uh, two worst. Nah, sorry. Rockets are the worst team in the league. But the second and third worst records in the league going at it today. You might be like, wow, why are the Pistons getting five and a half? Well, the Pistons at least have their guys today. The Spurs are in straight up, full on, all out tank for Wemby mode. Uh, they're without Keldon Johnson today. Just sitting him. Without Trey Jones, sitting him. Romeo Langford, Jeremy Sohan, Devin Vassell. Just traded Jakob Pertl. So this is a bare bones, straight up kids lineup that they are running out there. That's why they're getting five and a half today. I would lean the Pistons, but we've seen it, right? The Pistons are the Pistons aren't like necessarily bad. Um, I mean, they're not good, but like they have more solid NBA role players than the Spurs do. Um, but we've seen it. Anytime the Spurs or the Pistons have played other bad teams, they go deeper into the rotation. Um, and I would not, I mean, really guys, like this is, this is a big game for both of them where they're both, honestly, they're, if you ask the front office straight up, are you, do you want to win this game today? They will honestly, if they were being dead truthful, they will tell you, no, they don't, they do not want to win this game because a win today does nothing for your team. It just hurts your team. So I think both these teams are actively trying to lose. If this was straight up, you know, both teams wanted to win. I'd like the Pistons plus minus five and a half. But they don't want to win. They don't want to win. I'm not saying the players don't, but I think the front office and the coach, I mean, maybe the coach does too. I'm just saying I would not be surprised at all if we see some funny business today. Stay the fuck away from this game on the spread. You are a psycho if you place a game on this spread. Um, I will say if there is a prop I like, uh, it's not up for me. But if it does eventually come up, Malachi Brandon, if we get a you know, 12 and a half point prop, uh, definitely something I'd look at. He was there, one of their two first round picks or maybe one of the three first-round picks in the draft this year, um, along with Jeremy Sohan and Blake Wesley. Sohan out. Branham should be, like, kind of the guy today. It sounds funny to fucking say, but he should be kind of their guy today. He should get plenty of shots up today, and he may not hit them, but the Pistons' defense isn't good. The usage should be there. And, you know, the books are kind of, in my eyes, they don't really know what to do with a, with a guy like Branham. So uh, I would look at that. I think that's a good look today. 
Okay. All right. Let's keep rolling. We got the Suns in Indiana today. This should be a really fun game. And these are the type of games that are very satisfying for me to cap because you got all these different things going on. You add them up, do the math, you create your line and you see where you're at. All right. Let's do that for this game. This Pacers team is a uh, <clears throat> really a solid team. They're 25 and 31. But if you look at it, um, a large portion of their season, they had one really bad stretch where they think they went one and eight. And we know why, right? It was because Tyrese Halliburton was out. And they, that is their best player. That is their engine on offense. When he's out, it's a lot harder to be a good basketball team, right? He is now back. And since they've been, he's been back, they've been solid as expected, right? And so when you come into Indiana, I think a lot of people might think, hey, this is a cakewalk. Sorry, hold on one sec. It's not a cakewalk. It's not a cakewalk. It's very hard to go into Indiana and get it done. That being said, books are on to it. The books aren't, you know, the books aren't shorting them at all. They're giving them their respect today. Now, granted, the Suns are on a back-to-back, um, but let's talk through this one. Uh, so, obviously, Katie's going to be out today. Um, he's still hurt. He's just straight up still hurt. Baisley and Warren, who were also guys they traded for, are also out. They it didn't go through in time. So, um, they're going to be looking at a lineup of today, Chris Paul, Devin Booker, Torrey Craig, Jock Londale, De DeAndre Ayton, and then they're going to have guys like Ishmael, Wainwright, you know, Josh Kogi off the bench. Um, for me, guys, this version of the Suns, right? This is a – they have CP, they have Book, who, again, I think it's important to know, Book is back. I don't think he plays his full minutes, but I think he'll see 25 to 30 minutes today, which is enough to make an impact. At the same time, right, shot 6-19 and 19 last game. You're not expecting, like, full-on, locked-in, in-rhythm version of Book. But even if it's not a fully in-rhythm version of Book, he's still helping you win a basketball game. He can still still help kind of impact um, your game. So, um, <clears throat> for me, uh, I would say the Suns, this version of the Suns are four points better. Maybe three and a half. Four. I'll go four. I'll go four. So that would, in theory, make them a one-point favorite today. It's a back-to-back. -to -back. So giving a point, a point and a half. So to me, this should be a pick -em. Maybe Pacers minus one. But they're getting the two and a half today. They're getting two and a half today. So I would lean the Suns here. I know it's a tough spot in a back-to-back. -back, but CP and Aiton's minutes were pretty limited uh, and held in check. Really, it was like bench guys. Akogi and Wainwright, who got you know an insane amount of minutes, I think they kept they kept it in mind um, yesterday. So uh, to me, I would definitely lean the Suns here today at two and a half. It's a razor, it's a sharp margin, and again, the difference from let's say getting like eight when you think it should be six instead of or instead of like two and a half when you think it should be a half. It's different, right? Because there's there's the fouls at the end of the game, right? So it's a little bit tighter here. I still think I lean the Suns. I still think I lean the Suns. I would also take a look at um, Miles Turner props. Um, I think I think there's something there just in terms of like, you know, they almost had that DA maybe sign and trade for Miles Turner in the offseason, but the Suns said fuck that. Um, and they, these two played earlier in the year, not too long ago, and Miles Turner went off for 16, 12, and 3 with four blocks um and miles turner's just having a good year last game 21 and 10 game before that 27 and 10 game before that 14 and 13 um he just plays a lot better you know as expected with 
with um, Halliburton in the mix. So uh, averaging 17 or 17.7, we'll round that up to eight. It's 18 and eight and one on the year. 18 and eight is 26 plus one is 27. Um, but I, I'd expect a little bit of a boost from this at home too. I like Turner props and I like the Suns plus two and a half. Both kind of on the edge for me. I haven't locked either of those in, but would not be shocked at all if I find myself on, on either of those two moving forward. Next game, uh, Jazz and Raptors. Jazz and Rappy Raps. Uh, seven point dogs in uh, Toronto today. Um, and I, I consider it was up to eight this morning when I when I logged in and, and grabbed the Sixers and I really thought about it and I was like, oh, let me sleep on this a little bit more. Um, and now it's down to seven. So I think, you know, part of, obviously some of that value is gone. Um, <clears throat> but I, I still think if I'm betting this game, I'm looking the Jazz's way. But w- let's break this one down. Um, the Jazz, I think, and the reason why I'll probably stay off is um, they're a little bit shell-shocked right now. And we saw it last game, right? They were eight and a half. Fucking crazy-ass line, right? I'm glad we took advantage of it. But eight and a half point favorites at, at the crib against Minnesota um, really moments after the, the trade broke where they're losing Mike Conley, they're losing uh, Jared Vanderbilt, and they lost Malik Beasley all right before the game. All three, three key rotation players. Mike Conley is the leader of that locker room. He's like their Yoda. Um, and I was reading an article. They were just shell-shocked, right? They were shell-shocked. That's three of their guys gone. And you're getting no real piece back. Um, no real rotational guy back to, to help you. And so that hurts. It's just the human side of the business. And they are all very candid about like, damn. Right. But at the end of the day, these guys are professionals and I'm sure they're going to bounce back. And, and the reason why I like this jazz, why, why I like the jazz today um, are, again, well-coached teams. And I think Will Hardy's a good coach. Well-coached teams respond when they get smacked and they lost by 30 plus at the crib. A very, very embarrassing loss. It's a nationally televised ESPN game today. I think they're going to show up and, and ball out today. I don't know. I don't know that they win. Um, but it's not, again, it's not like this Raptors team is a dominant team, right? They're under 500. We don't know that Jakob Pertl is going to play. OG Ananubi is still out. Like, to me, I'd rather take the points with the Jazz here today. But at the same time, I'm still, I want to see them kind of respond before I come back on them, right? Like, they were clearly shell-shocked from last game. Not only did the results show up, but they've all admitted to it in post-game interviews. Like, hey, mentally, we were just kind of fucked up you know, after all that. So um, to me, I kind of want to wait and see. But at the same time, I do think that there's not that large of a gap between these two teams. I think these two versions of these teams where you have the Raptors without OG and without Jakob Pertl, um, I think the Jazz are like three points worse at most, honestly, at most, which would put it at six. So an extra value there. I, I'm kind of kicking myself for not taking the seven. Uh, an interesting wrinkle is Jordan Clarkson is questionable with a sickness. Um, and, and he really does hurt without him, right? That's a big scoring guy that is out of the picture. If he's out, definitely take a look at Colin Sexton uh, over points prop. And, and I think it's at, I wonder if it went up. I saw what it was before Jordan Clarkson was questionable. It brought, of course, smart, smart. Smart bookies. They brought, they put it down with Jordan Clarkson being questionable. So take a look at, at Sexton um, if, if Clarkson's out. And if, if both those guys are – or if um, Clarkson's in, I would take a look at the Jazz here today. I, I don't think this Raptors team is a team that you can feel comfortable laying seven points against an average team. 
um, even at home. Next game, Hornets and Celtics. I don't really want too much uh, this game. I'd lean the Hornets, honestly, today. Uh, the Celtics injury report is a mess. Uh, Tatum, questionable. Horford, questionable. Brogdon, probable. Muscala, questionable. Uh, Brown, out. Smart, out. Obviously, Gallinari, out. I think Tatum may, may actually be probable. Um, but just a ton of shit up in the air. Meanwhile, the, the Hornets, they're not a good basketball team. They're going to lose plenty of games. They're going to get blown out some games. But honestly, the talent is good. The talent is good. They have guys that can score. They just don't defend. The structure and culture is much better in Boston, and they can blow these guys out even with some guys hurt. But you just have too many guys hurt, too many question marks in the air. 11.5 is a lot of points. Um, if you're betting on a team to win by more than 11.5 points, uh, you got to be feeling really good. Like All the boxes in my eyes have to be checked. Uh, to bet on a spread that large and you know a lot of the boxes aren't checked right now with the Celtics so I'm going to stay off this game lean the Hornets honestly uh, but definitely not strong enough to play them I'm not backing the Hornets in Boston on the road all right now we'll head to uh, Memphis where the Grizzlies are hosting the Timberwolves a seven point favorites today um, I lean I'm leaning Timberwolves here right Grizzlies they had a long stretch um where they struggled, right? They lost eight out of the nine games. Part of that was injuries. Part of that was playing bad. Part of that was rhythm, right? I think that it's similar to the Pelicans where you know, just don't overreact, man. This team, when they're healthy, they're good. Um, they're going to be fine. They're going to – every team goes through ups and downs. They're going to be fine. That being said, seven is a large number today with the Timberwolves. Um, or, yeah, with the Timberwolves. Timberwolves are a team that, you know – they're kind of weird, man, because they, they got a lot of injuries. They, they they kind of play some weird role players. But at the end of the day, the product is generally – they generally maximize what they got. What they got. Chris Finch is a good coach. Um, so I think this is going to be a semi-tight game, right? Like, I think the Grizzlies are going to get right. And you look at their last game and you're like, oh, they smacked up the Bulls. They did not smack up the Bulls. They didn't. It was a bad spot for the Bulls, back-to-back. No DeMar DeRozan. And the Bulls went into that fourth quarter winning the game. And the Grizzlies just had a went ham in the fourth quarter. And, you know, you got to give them their props and their respects for doing it. But I don't think this Grizzlies team is, you know, exactly where they – this is not the peak version of the Grizzlies, right? They're still figuring some things out. And I think the line somewhat reflects that, right? Like if this is peak Grizzlies, it's maybe eight and a half, you know, or whatever. But – it's still a largest number, right? It's still a largest number. And and so for me, I'm leaning the Timberwolves. I don't know if I'm going to be on it. I'd, I'd love it a lot more at seven and a half, eight and a half. Um, but I, I still think this Grizzlies team is figuring out how to play without Steven Adams. I still think, you know, Bain and Jaw right now are not in like this amazing rhythm. And they did take care of the Bulls, but they should have smashed the Bulls. Any good team, any team with real title aspirations smashes the Bulls. So uh, at home in that spot. So, I lean Timberwolves in this one. I don't know that I'm going to play it, but I definitely lean them. But I do like a prop in this game, and that's Jaron Jackson over three and a half blocks at plus 200, right? Obviously, if this was minus 110, I'm not going to hit it. But plus 200 is a uh, a really nice price. Uh, that implies, let me see. Probability. Plus 200 implies a 33% probability. He's hit that in seven out of the last eight home games, bro. He's had four plus blocks in seven out of the last eight home games, and you're getting plus 200. So for me, man, I think I think that's the way I'm going to go. I'd lean the Timberwolves. 
I would. I don't know that I'm going to play it. Uh, but Jaron Jackson over three and a half blocks plus 200. Um, I really like. In fact, it's time. We're doing it. Placed it. One unit to win two units. I love it. Let's go. Locked in. All right. Now, this is kind of where it gets weird because I already recorded Rockets and Cat Rockets Heat, Cavs, Pelicans. And then after that, I realized, oh, shit, nothing else recorded. So you're going to hear me, the live reaction to that. Um, just a heads up, it's coming. But uh, all right, I'm going to go get to the last two games. Sorry, guys, I, I had to lock that in. We will get to that game. Um, I tweeted it. We'll see. And probably gets comes back out to, um, you know, minus two or whatever it was. Whatever it was, I don't. I don't really remember what it was. Okay, uh, Rockets and Heat. I would lean the Heat here for sure. Um, nationally televised game, but um, you know, this came out at ten or eleven or whatever it was, um, ten and a half, I think, and I liked it. It's up to 12 now. You can't, I'm not playing, you know, that large of a number. The Heat, I think, should take care of the Rockets here today. Um, but the Heat don't really blow teams out, right? They're not really built um, as a team to blow team that, that blows teams out. They're just not really built like that. They'll grind out some games and they can beat good teams, uh, but they don't really blow teams out. The Rockets get blown out by everyone, though. So if I had to play this, I'm, I'm taking the Heat minus 12, but I'm not interested in that large of a spread today. <clears throat> all right last uh four games on the slate we got the Cavs and the pelicans this is a really fun and interesting game and i definitely lean um the pelicans today plus the three Cavs are playing really good basketball and um that might keep me off this one i can't even lie to you that that, that very well could keep me off this one um but but, man, you guys know how high I am on the Pelicans, man. And they I told you guys a turnaround was going to come. And they've won three straight against the Lakers, Kings, and Hawks. All three of those teams, you know, decent to to, to solid teams. Uh, Lakers are not, you know, when AD and Braun are playing, are not a slouch. Uh, the Kings are, are uh, I don't think De'Aaron played that game, but they're no slouch. Um, Atlanta, you know, obviously not a team that's bad at all. Uh, but you do get the Cavaliers, who have been absolutely balling of late. Um, they lost at home against Miami, but since that point, they beat, they smacked Memphis at home. They went into into Indiana, destroyed them. Went into Washington D.C., destroyed them, and hosted the Pistons without Garland and and uh, Mitchell, and destroyed them. So you get the they they are both back today, well rested after getting last game off. And heading into New Orleans, and it is going to be an absolute dogfight. I would say that the Cavs are about. Oh, this is tough because you have this recent four game stretch, right? And I don't want to overreact to it much, but at the same time, you look at the recent four games and it's like, God damn, they're balling. They're balling. But it is really hard to go into New Orleans and beat this Pelicans team. It, it, it is. It is. I know that New Orleans isn't playing like their peak, peak basketball right now, especially without Zion. But it is really hard to go into New Orleans and beat this team. So I would say I I don't – I'm not getting to six. I, right? I will tell you right now, I'm not getting to six. I'm not – if this is a neutral court, I'm not – I'm not getting to the point where I'm giving the Cavs six. But at the same time, 
it does kind of feel like what is the point of stepping in the path of this Cavs team, right? They're playing really good basketball. It feels like you're trying to be a little bit too cute to step in in front of this. And yes, the books are giving them respect here, giving them, you know, six points. I'm closer to four and a half. I'm closer to four and a half, which would put this out one and a half. So there's some definite value here on the Pelicans, I think. But it's scary. It, it is scary to step in front of this Cavaliers team. And the Pelicans, you know, for as solid as they are, they have struggled to score the basketball lately. So um, I lean the Pelicans here. I don't know if I'm going to come in on it, but I definitely lean the Pelicans here. Um, in what should be a really good game. Like, I'm excited to watch this game. This should be a really, really good game. Are you shitting me? All right. Uh, let's get to the last two games of the day. It's been a grind of a slate, uh, or shit, last three games of the day, man. Uh, Blazers and Thunder, man. Thunder coming in as a three-point dog today. That implies that this game is a pick em. and I agree. I remembered looking. Again, I'm making my lines. I'm like, oh, Thunder in Portland today. Shit, like, I, I honestly don't think I can say the Blazers are better at this point, man. It is Dame. And you just pray that Dame can bail you out night in, night out, man. They got a good win against the Golden State Warriors without Steph Curry. Uh, But night before, they got blasted against Milwaukee. And I think you're just going to see, you know, with this team, a pretty highly variant team. No Josh Hart anymore. He's gone. Uh, Yusuf Nurkic out. Um, I just think it's a very up and down team right now. And it's really highly dependent on how well Jeremy Grant, Dame, and Anthony Simons shoot. They shoot well. They can outscore you. If they don't, you're probably in trouble. I think the Thunder are honestly, at this point in time, the better whole basketball team. Uh, but Dame can keep you in any game and they're at home. So I would honestly, I'd lean the Thunder. I would. Uh, I almost grabbed him when they were three and a half uh, because I probably make this two and a half. This is give the Thunder a half point. Uh, but at three, I can't play it. So I'm not going to spend too much time talking on it. If you do want to play it, if you're going to the game, if you're, you know, if you, you know you're going to be watching this game with the boys. I take the Thunder plus the three. Um, I think the most likely scenario is a. it's going to be a very close game, and I think it goes either way, and I'd rather take the three points, if that makes sense. All right. Next game, Mavs and Kings. Um, and this is – I don't know if you heard where I said I had to get it in. Um, I grabbed the Kings plus one and a half, baby. I grabbed them plus one and a half with the Luka news. Luka, uh, weirdly, it was like, all right, Luka's good to go. Like he, he's expected to play today. And then very soon after that, Lucas said, Hey, my heel's been bugging me. I played, I hooped yesterday and it hurt. Um, so I'm going to try and go tomorrow, but I'm not going to play today. Cause I think it is a back to back. Um, so just like that, man, we grab the Kings plus one and a half. Simple as that. I think without Luca again, it's very hard. And they, they had a great first game without, uh, Luca and they went into LA and beat the, the Clippers. That's a big one. That's a big one. Big one for sure. But it, without Luka, without Dorian Finney-Smith, without Dinwiddie, and you just get Kyrie in there, this this team is not just straight up. They're not four points better, four and a half points better. But I'm not going to spend too much time talking about it because it's like that line's gone. That line's long gone. You either got it or you didn't. I tweeted it as soon as it as the news hit. Grabbed it as soon as the news hit. You grabbed it or you didn't. In terms of you know what it is now, I think it's fair. I, I think I'd still, honestly, I'd lean the Kings. Um, I think they get this one today, but um, 
should be a close game. It's going to be a grinded out game. So that's where I'm at. I, I'd stay off this one if you didn't grab one and a half. Last game, Bucks and Clippers. Um, this is interesting because back to back for the Bucks yesterday. So I I'm I don't think Middleton's going to play. Just knowing kind of how the Bucks have approached this season and how they approach rest, I don't think Middleton's going to play. Um, but I could be wrong, and it's a back-to-back, but at least they don't travel, right? They were in L.A. last night, um, and they just played the other L.A. team. They don't have to go anywhere. So, like, you know, they're, they're still in L.A. So it's not a, it doesn't hurt as much as it normally would. Kawhi is out for the Clippers. Um, so for me, in this spot, I maybe – I'll give it a point. I'll give it a half point because they don't really travel – it was a kind of, it was, I mean, I know the Lakers put up a fight for a little bit, but it wasn't that tough of an L or t- that tough of a win, uh, you know? So to me, I think the Bucks without Kawhi Leonard, I think the Bucks are four-ish points better, which would make this minus one. Uh, but then you, okay, fuck it. We'll just give it a half. I make it a pick em. I don't know why this is two and a half. I think this is only two and a half because they expect Middleton or and or Giannis and or Drew to sit. I can't play this until I know that the Bucks are good to go. And I've had plenty of times where it's, you know, it's a, it's the last game of this day. It, it doesn't tip till 740. It's a back-to-back, so they don't even have to give an injury report. So, really, we're not going to know what's up with this Bucks team until much later in this day. So, just stay away. Know that there's a very good chance that one of the big three or multiple of the big three sit for the Bucks, and you can't play this without knowing what's going on with them. So, that's where I'm at. Chilling. Waiting to see how the injury news plays out. All right, guys. What I have locked in, Sixers minus the five and a half. I have Kings plus one and a half. I have Jaron Jackson over three and a half blocks at plus 200. And then there's a lot of leans, man. I lean the Pelicans. Um, Obviously, I'll lean the Bucks if everyone's playing. I lean the Suns. Um, I like Malachi Brandon props. I lean the Jazz. I lean Miles Turner props. So, a lot of things that I'm going to have to continue to come throughout the day. Stay tuned on Twitter at Hoops Drive. I'll let you know whenever I play anything. I love you guys. Thanks for tuning in. Hope this helped you all. And uh, let's go get that fucking bag today. We're getting closer and closer to getting back to 500. And I'm telling you, once we get to 500 this time, we are not looking back. We are going to go. Um, anyways, I love you guys. Uh, enjoy your day. Peace.